Today's Batch It Up is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 to get 20% off your order. No minimum. And we got a Valentine's Day sale coming. Codes aren't even out yet. Keep on checking back at Cufflinks.com slash DVR for that Valentine's Day sale. It's going to take place January 24th to February 14th. That's the big day, of course. So... Keep watch on that. And I want to announce that we're going to be doing a giveaway. Cufflinks.com has an awesome brand called Oxen Bull. And we're going to be giving away a set. Silver and Onyx stud set. Also, brushed stainless steel tie clip. Also, heathered blue wool men's tie. We got a tie, a tie clip, and a stud set. That's going to look awesome. This is Mm, wearable art, as I like to say, and it's going to be given away to a listener of this podcast. All you've got to do is send us an email. That's it. Just send us an email. Get in touch. We love keeping in touch with everyone. Tell us about The Bachelor. Just reach out to us and you'll be entered to win. That's a silver and onyx stud set, a brushed stainless steel tie clip, and a heathered blue wool men's tie. That's almost $150 worth of prizes by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go over to Cufflinks.com slash DVR and check out all their awesome stuff today. Today, we'll be talking about The Bachelor, Pilot Pete, Episode 3. It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel and my co-host, not today, but... Usually every day and every week is Sarah. She's unable to join me this evening, so you're just going to get Solo Axel. We miss you, Sarah. We look forward to having you back next week. If you're joining us for the first time, this podcast is part of the DVR Podcast Network. And you can find out more about us and our many other podcasts at DVRPodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Email us, DVRPodcast at gmail.com. We've also got a daily DVR Facebook group that you can join. We've got a lot going on over there. And if you did listen to the ad, we're going to be giving away almost $150 worth of prizes from our sponsor, Cufflinks.com, a great oxen bull set that we're giving away. So check that out, or you can go to our webpage again, DVRpodcast.com. You can find out all about it. Now, I'm just going to do a short pod today. Since it's just me and I don't have Sarah to banter with. All right, so I want to start out the show by saying I quit. Pete sent Alexa home. Um, <laughs> I just, I can't even. This episode was tough. Uh, this was a lot, a lot, a lot of Alea and Sydney fighting. Um, a lot of it, uh, but we did get some other stuff. So we'll start out from the beginning. Victor- Victoria P gets a date. We get to meet her, see her a little bit more again in his hometown. A lot of his hometown. Again, they go to airplanes. <laughs> it's like this begin. This is like, it was like, they realized that they had, they were doing a lot of cliche stuff. So they said, okay, let's just have these two ladies fight for the rest of the evening after this. But we got some line dancing. Uh, we got a nice story from Victoria P. Storia, a nice story from Victoria P. About her childhood and growing up, which seems like a go-to thing now. They just sit right down and go, this is the worst thing that ever happened. But 
this story was pretty moving. And um, I was pretty moved by it, though my wife was a little suspicious. Pete, on the other hand, said she was a shooting star from God. Uh, I think in the end, I felt like she got the rose, but I didn't really feel like there was a lot of energy between them, a lot of uh, sexual energy, as well as just spark. You know, it seemed like she was kind of like good on paper. Um, and seemed like a nice girl, very pretty, but it didn't really seem like there was a lot going. I don't know how far I, f- I feel like he's going to keep her around a while until he kind of realizes that, you know, he feels closer to some other girls. Uh, then we had, uh, we got some shots and some scenes of the ladies back at the bachelor mansion, Hannah, Ann and Kelsey kind of worked it out. And I have to say. Kudos to Hannah Ann showing some feelings. Um, A lot of bullying talk. Kelsey did not kind of come out good in this one, but I still don't like either of them. And Hannah Ann wants us all to know that she's not a champagne stealer. The other girls seem very bored by the whole thing. And um, we got a little, this is where we got a little taste. We got a little scene with Alea and she's like, I have a dirty side, you know? And then, Already, um, Sydney was kind of eyeing her. So they were setting that up pretty early. The girls were just hanging out. And it made me think, I'd like to see more of this. I'd like to see more of just the girls. You know, like maybe we cut back on a date or two where they just show us a little bit of it. And we get to see the girls hanging out. We get to see them more without Peter. And also... Without their makeup, because again, I have to say, sometimes when they have their makeup on and then they take it off, I can't tell which girl is which. I really can't. I just hit my microphone there. Sorry. Uh, it was. It's like it was a little shocking to me, but I liked when they were hanging out. Group date card comes, and uh, we get an old friend stopping by. The girls are asleep, and who is it at the door? It's Demi and her henchwomen. Uh, what were their names? Champagne and killer. <laughs> there are a lot of feathers. She gives them some PJs. They go. And what is it? It is Demi's extreme pillow fight club. Uh, Chris shows up. Our old friend Fred shows up. I think his first appearance was winter games. I like when they bring him back. Um, I would have liked a little bit of more of a Demi catch up here. You know, just like a a little shot, you know, her talking to one of the girls. Oh, you know, we broke up, you know, talk a little bit about Christian or something. That would have been nice, but we didn't really get much of that. We did get a lot of pillow fighting. And uh, I do have to take a moment to comment uh, as a man, which I am. I did think that this was actually kind of (laughs) hot. I got to admit it. They're in like lingerie, the role, you know, and then Tammy came ready to rumble and, I mean, it got a little vicious. Um, it came down in the end to our, this This was uh, a big surprise, right? Tammy is thrown out, but then Alea wins by sitting on Sydney, furthering the drama. And it's brought into the night. Uh, this, this fight just went on and on. I mean, I'm not going to go back and forth with it. I just think that. Pete kind of believes whoever he's sitting with. He's a people pleaser. That's what I call him. People pleaser Pete. Triple P. 
If you're sitting in front of him, he's empathetic and he likes you. I said to my wife, Pete may be a pilot, but his propellers are not the sharpest. He's not exactly the sharpest uh, guy, Pilot Pete. And uh, I think he he really is very empathetic, which I do like, but he kind of lacks the ability to make a quick decision in life, which is kind of contrasted as a pilot. That's like all he's doing, right? Like every little freaking knob he touches could crash the plane as far as I, what do I know? But in real life, He's kind of different. And I find that interesting. I'm kind of, I'm getting more into Pete. At first it annoyed me, his responses. And he seemed to really want to believe Sydney. Like it seemed to me he already didn't like Alea too much. So it was maybe in the beginning looking for a way to kind of toss her quick and say, okay, Sydney, everything's cool. Um, but then he calls her out in front of everybody. And he's like, well, Sydney, tell us what you think. I thought that was kind of shocking, and I actually thought that that was unfair of him. Um, and I think further, if I was the women sitting there, I'd kind of be thinking, man, is that really the type of person that I want to be with? That when they're kind of faced with a decision like this or conflicting information, that they're just going to kind of call one of the people out and put it on them? I didn't like that. I didn't like it. And I think it kind of backfired a bit for Sydney, but then by the time, uh, the pool party starts, um, she's got the rose. So she gets the rose, but it backfires because she gets called out. And I think he gave her the rose to kind of like alleviate that. Then when the pool party starts, the blood is really in the water and that's a Leia's blood. Everybody starts going after her. I don't really think it was to team up with Sydney. I think it was more so that they just saw the opportunity to get another girl out. And I think Alay is probably kind of fake. You know, I mean, she's doing that pageant thing, but also they keep on talking about somebody acts different on camera and everybody acts different on camera. You're on a TV show. Your mere presence on the show is the biggest part that's rigged. What you do after that is really up to you and pretty much anything's acceptable within the boundaries that are created in these reality shows. The producers picked you on purpose. They picked you because you would be good on TV. So I didn't get any of this thing. What I ended up feeling at the end is that Sydney was the person who was acting like a bully. Um, and I just didn't really like it at all. And I also want to know why she was carrying around the rose the whole damn night. Moving on. Let's see what we got next. We got the rose ceremony. Oh, it was something else, wasn't it? Pete walks away from the pool party. Um, then he, oh, I forgot to mention, this is something, okay, this is something right before he left that I was surprised that I can't wait to hear what Sarah has to say about this stuff. I hope you're listening. Victoria P kind of comes out and says, oh, well, Alea, 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 whatever, came up to me and said, don't tell the producers we know each other, which really brought the intrigue. And now, obviously, we know he sent her home, or did he? Is This was the real turning point. 
I think up until this point, she was going to stay and he was going to kind of see what happened, you know, and it was almost maybe going to go away because it was kind of piling on. I kind of saw a wave almost turning her way. Uh, but this is what really turned him. And um, this was kind of an interesting episode. You think about it. it starts with Victoria P and then she comes back and kind of puts the nail in the coffin and then he skedaddles. So he's done that twice in this same show. He puts the onus on Sydney to talk about it at the group date night. Then he leaves this. Then we go to the rose ceremony. He leaves the rose ceremony. And I do have to say, we everybody kept on saying, we didn't get any time with Pilot Pete. Well, I kind of feel like we didn't get any time with the girls. We didn't get to really spend any time instead of all of them being wrapped up in this drama. That's editing, of course. And it, I kind of think it makes you feel that way by the end of the show. You're a little bit frustrated like they are. So I think, you know, they were successful in that. But I got to point out, Kelly, when I like her, she looks like Marissa Tomei. When I don't like her, she looks like Danielle from Real Housewives. That's what I've decided tonight. And I liked her tonight because every time something was going on like this, she was in the corner laughing just like last episode when she was laughing too. I kind of like that. She feels a little bit separate and she says that to him. And out of this episode, even with their limited interaction, still the favorite. I definitely think that Kelly is the favorite. Uh, We got a little bit more of the Chris Harrison. He's talking to Pilot Pete. What does he do? He takes a rose back. What is that? What, What does that accomplish? To just to... What does this, how does this correlate to the Alea uh, Sydney situation? It's just making it easier for him. This is, I, again, I don't understand his motivation. Instead of just coming out and doing something, he's again, kind of th- for the third time, or maybe the fourth time, running away. Because he's going to do it again. Because after he sends Alexa, I don't, I don't even want to get into it. I'll get into it with Sarah next week. Jasmine and Sarah, who, had not done much this season. He probably wasn't vibing with them. But he sends Alea home too. And then we see a producer thing where he said, oh, I feel bad about maybe I should bring her back. I would guess, I didn't look at the previews. I never watched the previews because it kind of affects what I say. Um, I would guess that she comes back. And I say, why not? I mean, get to know her a little bit more. This whole thing was ridiculous. Hopefully next week we'll spend a little less time with one specific drama. I'm still depressed. Alexa went home. I guess he just wasn't feeling her. He should have at least went out on a date with her. Uh, I don't know. I did like one thing, though. Overall, I like the producer stuff. I like that they were talking about on camera. I like the way she said, oh, for Victoria, she told me not to tell the producers I'm a big fan of this show completely obliterating any type of line between the show and and uh, Instagram or real life or before or the cameras. I like it when they expose all of that. I think it adds more drama to it and it makes it feel a little bit more real for me. All right, that's all I got. Um, maybe perhaps my insights were not as... Uh, as uh, as sharp as they normally are, but that's because I didn't have my partner. Next week, Sarah will be back and give us a review for Batch It Up. We got a new logo. 
I want to give a shout out to DJ Tim Hines for that. And um, yeah, we're doing it. So give us some reviews, subscribe, share. We appreciate it. Oh, and something really special I think may have happened this week is I think Juliet called me out on the podcast. I'm not sure, but I posted a picture of Alexis sleeping. And then she said somebody on the social posted it. That was me. I was very excited. My wife thinks it's me. She was talking about me. What do you think? Juliet, if you're listening, confirm with me. Maybe next time Sarah's not around, Juliet can come on. And then she can come on with Sarah and I. We could do it. We'll be a thruple. I'm down with it. Subscribe and like down below. It's that time again to take a little break and tell you about Cufflinks.com, our presenting sponsor. They're keeping the lights on here at DVR Podcast Network, and we are so pleased always to have them. It's a family-owned company. Cufflinks.com is the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. They've got over 60 brands, Hook and Albert, Ox and Bull, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. Also, man, they have so many licenses. Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, NCAA, NBA, NFL. If you follow Cufflinks.com on Facebook, you'll see, guess what they're coming out with soon? The Child. That's right. Little baby Yoda, cufflinks and tie clip and tie. It's awesome. Everything they have that's geeky is fantastic, cool, quality, just like the wearable art that they have if you're going to an event. And if you have an event coming up yourself, reach out to cufflinks. They'll help make sure everyone looks great. So go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Don't hesitate. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at andrewandclaireadopt at gmail.com. Thanks. 